Howdy, everyone. If you enjoy the show, join our free Discord. Link in the description and chat with the cast. Please leave a review and consider joining our Patreon for behind-the-scenes content and more. Tears start at a dollar, and even that helps us out. To stay up-to-date with episode releases and more, follow us on Twitter at Riftwake Podcast. Previously on Riftwake, we were introduced to our three characters as they began their journey at Freehaven's Academy of Heroes and Rapscallions. Following a brief orientation, they each bring themselves to their classes, although some of them got on the bad end of the local bully, Bark Briarstone. After unceremoniously forming their adventuring party, the group is attacked in the library. However, once they defeated the librarian, she managed to utter one thing before her final death. They who hungers. The party has quickly discovered that they are in fact not alone. Hi there, my name is Josh, and I'm the Dungeon Master of Riftway. I'm Caden, and I play Kruki Tuki, the half of Bard. I'm Remy, playing Tilsrable Nezerax, the Dragonborn Sorcerer. I'm Mitch, and I play Rothen Tornberg, Ghostwise Halfling Rogue. And I'm Mark, and I play Damien Darkhoof, the Minotaur Grave Cleric. We hope you'll enjoy this episode, and welcome to Riftway. Let us begin in earnest. So, we're going to start this episode with a real quick rewind uh, back to the smoke-clouded skies of Smokestack, uh, to a forge just clanging out in the early morning. Uh, we pan up to an apartment above the forges on the ground floor. Like, there's, like, heat emanating from the, from the ground. It's very, very hot, steamy. About a dozen fully grown minotaur are, like, roughhousing and getting ready for breakfast. Uh, one minotaur has given himself, like, a chef's hat with an apron that says, don't get beef with me. Mark, your character actually does have his own room, in spite of the fact that this is basically just one large common area with one small room off to the side. They decided that since you're a teenager, you know, you need your own little space. What does your character look like, and what are they doing? So Damien is a dark-skinned minotaur, and he's just shy of six foot tall, but he's he's pretty gangly, like like you'd expect as a young teenager. Uh, I feel like he's sitting on his his bed that has kind of a pile of furs, and he's just working on his collection. He's been trying to carve a skeleton out of uh, out of wood, and he he started with just like a cat, and he's just sitting there trying to whittle out the piece of wood. Uh, as he's hearing all the noise in the background, and he's just just sighing every couple of minutes. <laughs> just... <sighs> so you hear something else break again. Um, so your father, you kind of hear him knock on the door with like a big old meaty fist. Um, and he does the classic two knock, I'm coming in anyway, parent enter, where it's like, hey, I technically lock, I respected your privacy, but... Yeah, I'm, I was coming in regardless. And uh, like this big hulking minotaur fills like the entire frame of the door. Like his horns are so wide that he has to like duck down and like turn sideways to get through the door to enter your room. And like he, he fills out this entire door. Um, he's a mass of muscle and horn, even by minotaurian standards. Uh, and he kind of like looks 
Well, he has to look down at you. He's way too like tall to not. And he kind of like looks at what you're doing and just kind of like nods a couple of times. And he's like, so first day of school. You ready? Yeah. I mean, I mean, I guess. What, what did they break outside? Do I need to go fix it? Oh, no, 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 no. We'll get it prepared. Or It's nothing we can't live without. It's just another plate, I think. Okay, as long as I didn't break any of my stuff. You leave your stuff out there? Why? They're going to break it. Because this room isn't big enough for everything. You said <laughs> that I could have the corner out in the, call, out in the hallway, and as long as I had a pedestal for it, I could put my stuff there. I did say that. I did. All right. <laughs> kind of like I looks only... back. I did say you could do that. It's okay. I didn't put any of my good stuff out there. I know it's nuts. All Why right. do I have to go again? To school? Yeah. You didn't to have learn, to go to school. Right? You, you did no. just fine. I, I'm a single man living with 12 other guys in a room above a forge. Which is a little weird, but I get it. No, I'm just saying I'm not in the best economic position. And, you know, I, I've heard good things about adventurers, how often like they can, you know, really make a living for themselves, like even like generations down the line. And so when we got that letter from. Um, uh, the. The principal, he, he obviously does not remember the principal's name. <laughs> when we got the letter from the principal, of course, uh, I was like, oh, that's a great opportunity. And I, I honestly, I thought you would you'd feel the same. I mean. You know, you're still learning about stuff that you're like looking at the skeleton of the cat, like what are you learning about still learn about stuff, you know, and maybe a little direction. Yeah, I guess. All right. I know, I know we talked about it and it's the it's the right thing, but All right. All right. Can are I you gonna wear can that? I at least can I at least go there by myself or are you going to drop me off? Uh the bus? No, it's not called a bus. The self-propelled wagon stops by. You could take that. The wish um, wagon? I could drive you. Hmm? Wish wagon? The the wooshy wagon. Wish wagon. The whoosh wagon could cop, stop by. Uh, I could drive you. One of the other fellows can drop you off on their way to work. Uh, no, it's all right. There isn't going to be anybody there like me anyway, so I'll, I'll ride the whoosh wagon. Uh, I'm almost ready. Let me, let me just throw some stuff in my bag. All right. Are you, you're wearing that? Yeah, this is, this is what I wear. I... <laughs> I mean, he had like the all black head to toe. He's like, you're not going to like get an accent color in there. Or... My accent is my personality. That's not a color. It can't be. <laughs> it's more darkness. My accent <laughs> color is my personality, which is just more black. <laughs> <laughs> there are shades of black, man. Oh, all right. Um. So as he's as he's saying that, um, he's going to kind of like brush some of the hair out of his face and he stands up from the bed and he's going to walk over um, 
to the box that uh, that kind of sits right next to the the top of his passes as his bed and and open the box and he's going to pull out um, this one uh, this one small coin and it's just a highly polished coin that it's hanging on a leather thong and he's going to go ahead and uh, tie it around his neck he's like there is that is that enough of an accent this would be the a coin that he'd picked up off the ground when he uh, when he found out that his mother was dead and mm-hmm. his dad of course knows that that's why yeah he knows exactly what the what the jewelry piece means and stands for and right. he he like smiles a little bit like that kind of sad smile but he's like yeah you look great thanks thanks i'll i'll try to make hey you know at the I know you're not like coming to me looking for advice on everything, and obviously I, I have no idea what kind of dynamic you're going to be introducing yourself to Terrible. into this school. But like whatever you decide to do, just find yourself like a unit, crew, group, s- squad, I, whatever they call it here these days. And, you know, I've always performed my best when I had my herd with me, you know, old school term. I know we don't call that it anymore. But I, I hope that you find someone or something like that. Did did the principal lead you to believe there were going to be any other Minotaur there? Or am I going to be the only one? I never spoke to the man-woman thing. I don't know. I don't remember who they are. Um, right. But the note said that it was people from all walks of life, from all different worlds so i can't imagine you'll be the only minotaur that they've brought on okay well um, yeah might as well get this over with all right he kind of like claps you on the back and like y'all and go have a big huge family breakfast that ross has prepared for everyone just like there definitely would not be any beef product. No, well, maybe there would be. Well, I don't know. How do you how do, how do minotaurs feel about eating beef? Um, well, minotaur they you know they are, even though they are resembling cows, they're not like inter. They're not actual cow. cows. Yeah, but it'd be so, like if we ate monkey, where it's like that's pretty gross. Like, <laughs> um, yeah, but I, I, you know, they still goat and other meat because yeah. I, I don't. You don't see too many vegans getting buff like Minotaur. That's very true. Um, they eat human hands and human hands only. Right. <laughs> All right. Yep. They make a lovely little breakfast. You pile into the whoosh wagon. Uh, in the background, we can kind of like see Ray sitting there in the whoosh wagon as well as we like pan forward across time. Um, attend the opening ceremonies. Uh, make it to your clerical classes where your teacher arrives slightly later than everybody else and he's like apologies apologies altercation between students this morning took my attention however i am ready to begin he kind of like takes an eye to the crowd so my first question i want you to ruminate upon is why do we not hear the words of the gods and so it's like basically the introductory to theology that he's having everyone run through. 
does does Damien have an answer he wants to share, or is it one of those things where it's like, oh my god, I don't want to talk philosophy first thing in the morning? Um, I think he'd wait and see if there was anyone that was eager to answer. He he doesn't want to to stand out too much, but if no one's going to answer, I feel like he gets a little bit anxious uh, of the idea of what's going to happen if he gets called on. So then he may go ahead and raise his hand if there's enough silence. There's like two full seconds of silence followed by like this blonde haired um, kid like decked in white. He's in like full white robes with like little red accents of like the morning sun. He's totally decked out to like images of a monitor. All all sun deity all day, every day. Uh, And his hand like shoots up after he's like, I've waited two seconds. I'm allowed to talk now. Right. Like, and uh, you see the teacher who's introduced himself as, uh, should I get his name right? Elias Dawnstar. Kind of like, who is also obviously a cleric to a monitor, looks to Aaron and goes, Now, Aaron, you and me have had this discussion before. It would be unfair to the other students. And he, like, slowly brings the hand down. So I think as he's, as he's bringing the hand down, it, he wouldn't try and say it loud enough for the teacher to hear, but if there's anyone sitting around him, he'd just be like, because the gods are deaf. I'm going to make a perception check for Mr. For Mr. <laughs> Dawnstar. Oh, that's really good. Uh, he has very high wisdom. He is a cleric. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you, like, that probably beats your DC unless you're trying to actively be stealthy about it. Do you want to make a stealth roll for it? Uh, no, he can hear it. He, he's he's treading that line between trying to make the people around him pay attention and not catch the attention. So I don't <laughs> think he's doing a very good job of being stealthy about it. Uh, all righty. Uh, Mr. Elias Donstar points to you and goes, maybe, maybe. Could you repeat that a little louder for everyone to hear? Because the gods are all about death. Oh, about death. No, it seems I misheard you. He kind of like begins pacing. If the gods make themselves known through the actions of their clerics, paladins, and archons, how do we know that they are acting at all? How do we know that we have not to stry a... <laughs> ascribed attributes to nothing. That we see an individual behaving valorously and say, ah, yes, they must be acting upon the inquisition of a valorous deity. And kind of like continues to walk. And it's basically, he spends the next 30 minutes straight just talking about um, talking about you know, how do we know what we know? Like, how do we know that the gods are real? Or if they aren't real, what does that mean? If they are real, what should we do? Uh, talking about the idea that maybe the reason why you can't hear the gods is because no one is good enough to hear from the gods. Like, that you would need an intercessor. That is a, a per- He calls it the perfect intercessor to, in a, to be able to interact with the divine. Um, I think I think at some point when the teacher got all the way to the other end of the classroom, he'd probably roll his eyes again and be like, or maybe it's just nobody shuts up long enough to hear them. 
He doesn't hear that one. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Towards the end of the class period, he like leans himself against the, the desk and he puts his hand down and he seems to like notice that there's something missing. And he points down for a second and goes, ah. <sighs> it would seem that the pottering old principal, uh, he looks on the class list, has taken. It's fine. He looks to the class list and looks through it, like looks where you're seated and like looks at the list of names. There's like no other Minotaurs in the entire room. And he's like, Dark Hoof. Yeah, that sounds like a Minotaur's name. <laughs> Mr. Dark Hoof. It seems that the principal has pilfered a book that I was studying. Again, I believe he is in the conference room. If you would be so kind as to return it to me, I would be eternally grateful. So he'll let out another one of those visible sighs, but without saying anything else, he'll go ahead and get up and, and start walking to the front of the room. And then as he as he gets right up there uh, near the teacher, he's like, um, where, where do I meet him? The conference room. It's, well, it's not too far down. Just down the hall to the right. If you reach the gym, you've gone far too far. Sure, I'll smell it. And then I'll go oh, ahead and walk out the door. Uh, as you, like, shuffle your way to the conference room, do you, like, make any stops? Or is it just straight to the conference room? Um, I think he would walk slow enough to try and side-eye into the, if there's, like, windows in the doors of the other classroom. He, sh- he wants to try and scout out and see if there's a single other Minotaur that he can even see on his campus. Uh, make a perception check. Nice. 15. <laughs> Oh, my cat just jumped into the woods. Why did it double roll? Oh, it did double roll. I've shown a 12, a 21, a 15, and a 4. The double roll, the, the second double roll, those are automatic in case you get advantage on it for whatever reason. Oh, okay. Uh, so normally you just, the first number on the left is the one that you actually use. Uh, we'll go with a 12. Uh, oh, yeah. You see that there is actually a female Minotaur teacher, a member of the faculty who is leading the Paladins. Uh, You wouldn't know her name, but she is tall and broad. Like your dad is single handedly the largest Minotaur that you've ever met. And she almost goes like toe to toe with him. Um. she is decked out in like glittering plate mail with a giant two-handed axe on her back. Uh, and she is in the process of teaching the paladins uh, in, the, in the later stages of the, of the class. Additionally. So I think at that, he would probably kind of pause mm-hmm. um, just to not trying to, not trying to be too creeper here, but he's just going to sit there and, and look at it and be like, Wow, good thing my dad didn't come drop me off. He would have fought for hell to get into this class. <laughs> your dad, the fully grown man, let me take your paladin courses. <laughs> You've been a regular fighter your whole life. Hey, I can make a change. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
other than that, there is a um, is a kid. Not well, not a kid. He's a freshman, just like you, in the barbarian class. Who like his head is just straight in the desk, just like <laughs> is out like a light. Too early in the morning for this minotaur. Yep, doing the race proud. <laughs> just falling asleep <laughs> in barbarian class. God damn it! All right. Well, uh, with that, he's going to relax a little bit. At least he doesn't feel like a complete odd bird, even though he knows he's not like the other minotaur. He'll just mm -hmm. continue his way over to the conference room. All right. Uh, you, as you kind of like walk past the barbarian court uh, class, you're like, all right, you know, not alone. And you kind of hear the shuffling of slippered feet, like about to turn the same corner that you're about to turn. And uh, as you do so, you kind of see Principal Aberrant like turn the corner right as you do and kind of like almost bumps into you. And he kind of like takes a step back. Ah, a student. Just who I was looking for. It, really? Hmm? I, I was supposed to come get a book that you borrowed? Yes. Mm-hmm. A what? Sorry, I was distracted. Say again? I was sent to come get a book that you had borrowed from my teacher in Theology 101. Mm, yes, 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 of course, of course. Well, you know, he puts a hand on your shoulder. You would be <sighs> perfect as an additional member to a rather undermanned... One of them female? Under person, under person, adventuring group that I've sent to the library with that book. He begins like turning you around and like pushing you in the direction of the library. You know what they say about destiny and fate and all that fun stuff? It's all made up to make people feel better. Yes. Mm, maybe as a deeply cursed being, I don't particularly care for destiny, but it seems you heroes eat that shit up breakfast, lunch and dinner. Bye bye. <sighs> And he'll just start clomping towards the library. <laughs> clomp, clomp, clomp. All right. As you're clomping back to the library, we move back to the library to the three students panting, having just literally had the fight of their lives. Uh, Y'all are all standing over the, the, the body of the librarian. Here, let me actually move you back over to that battle map real quick. Uh. <sighs> Is this a normal thing that happens here? Uh, did we kill her? Oh, yeah. Her head, her brains are splattered across the floor. Are we going to get detention? I mean, she, she attacked us first. I, I don't know. Yes, I'm pretty it sure there very... are self-defense rules. I, I'm sure we will be fine. <laughs> As you're like, I'm sure we'll be fine. The doors to the library, like, slam open and you all turn your heads and there's just like this giant minotaur student filling the doorway just witnessing all the carnage that happened. There's like piles of dust in the room. There's a, a bunch of the chairs have been upended. Like one of the desks has been flipped over from Grookey Dookie's Thunder Wave. Like uh, a teacup has been like shattered across the ground. Like the liquid flowing across the stone steps. 
I point at the other two and go, they did it. <laughs> um, is this Minotaur just obviously a student? Oh, yeah, he's it's like one of those things where it's like if this was a fully adult Minotaur, uh, they'd be bulked up a little bit more. It's obviously a kid. Like, you can tell the difference between a 16-year-old and a 26-year-old man. So, Librarian went crazy. And... I don't know what we're supposed to do now. And just, like, turn to the other guys. What are we supposed to be doing now? Where are we supposed to put this book now? And I'll just, like, hold up the book. So, Damien will come to the... Step, take a couple of steps inside. Takes a, a look around. He sees you holding up the book. Um, I think that's mine. He's just gonna walk over, ignoring everything else that's splayed out. And uh, as he's kind of towering over most of you, he's just gonna put his hand out. Can I have that. Uh... I'm fairly sure that that is not what the principal told us to do. Um, weird guy, doesn't know how to drink fluid, lots of tentacles, that guy? Yes, that guy. Yeah, he sent me here for this book. Well, he sent us here with this book. Where is the book supposed to be fucking going? <laughs> um, back to my teacher. Okay. But I feel like someone's screwing with us. I am guessing the principal. So <sighs> let's say we all just walk with book to your teacher. If teacher accepts responsibility, it is no longer our problem. So okay. quick refresher for everybody. Mm -hmm. When last we left off in the library, uh, everyone came to notice the following, with the exception of Ray, who was too busy uh, unbleeding out um there was the key around the librarian's neck to the restricted section of the library uh the gate to the restricted section of the library was still open there were the sounds of ripping pages and thumping coming from the restricted section and you confirmed that you were not alone in the library oh just so that way like that was an important just in case everyone forgot about that yeah <laughs> Yeah, I forgot all of that. I did, so thank you. Grookitooki <laughs> may think that forbidden section may be worth taking a look. You know, lots of clanky and spanky over there. There's a, there's a forbidden section. You start to see a, a smile curl up at the ends of his mouth. Maybe we should take a look. You, you guys look pretty rough. Yes, what? we got that fucking shit kicked out of us. This is... The librarian tried to kill us. This has been a rough first day. Yes. I guess. So, shall we check out these restricted section? Do you guys want me to patch you up a little bit first, or are we going to go to the nurse? Yes. <laughs> I'm in a lot of pain. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, so yeah, so Damien would go over uh, the what what what's your name? 
Oh, I'm Rossin. You can call me Ray. They, they don't even they don't even rhyme. Rosin is like what you put on a bow. And huh, Ray. Look, Anyways, I, I didn't name me. Okay. Okay. So, uh, yeah. So he'll he'll go ahead and and take a look and see if there's anything that. Uh, a regular medicine check would do, and if not, then he'll just go ahead and cast uh, Cure Wounds. Uh, it seems like anything that like a medicine check would do has already been applied. Okay. Uh, like he he has like basic first aid applied to him, which is why I'm not literally dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so with us having leveled up, where's our hit points at? Your hit points are uh, whatever you had before, plus the bonus that you got from your HP level up. So if you were at 1 HP before and you gained 8 hit points, you are now at 9 HP. So when I was leveled up, it seems to automatically reset me to max. Does anyone happen to remember where I was? You were at 1 hit point. I was at 1 hit point? Mm-hmm. Well, right. I am now at full. You were at one hit point, and Grookey Dookie was all the way up at seven. Okay. I think Grookey so. is looking the best out of everyone, but he is also injured. I think he's at like 15 HP. Alright, so we'll, I'll go ahead and throw a Cure Wounds. Uh, so that's 10 on uh, Ray. And then he would turn over uh, and Looking that Grookey Dookie looks pretty good. He'd be like, "What are the rest of your names?" I'm I'm Damien. I am Tilsrable. Tilsrable. Couldn't just be a John. You can okay. Call me Rubble if that is easier for you. I am Grookey Dookie. Okay. And he'll come over to Tilsrable and. Thank you. That is significantly better. I have a feeling you guys are going to keep me busy. As y'all are kind of like looking around, like getting yourselves prepared to run over to the restricted section, everyone make an investigation check for Got a spicy seven. <laughs> a spicy nine and a spicier seven. Damien kicking it off with a twelve. See the grookey dookie. Grookey dookie has a plus three to his eight. <laughs> Fantastic. We got Holy a crap. Six, six <laughs> seven, nine, twelve. That's with my minus one. <laughs> uh, don't, talk about it. don't worry about it. And we walk into the magical shield that kills us all. <laughs> <laughs> no? Did y'all did y'all yoink the key from the librarian's neck or did you leave her there? Because the door is open. So Wait. I know as soon as Damien finished up with uh Tilzerable and and Ray, he would have gone over to kind of look at the damage that was done. Um, and yeah, he probably would have looked to see. Uh, and I, I assume the key is pretty easy to find. Yeah, the key is literally just like dangling right off the neck. Like it's been seen. It's like really obvious. Um, just like a cursory medicine understanding. Like she's covered with like lacerations. She has like a broken arm. Uh, she was hit with a blunt force instrument as well as like a piercing instrument. Uh, her uh, hand has some small acid burns on it. 
but the most obvious cause of death seems to be the uh make a medicine check did you oh you did made an 11 the most yeah. obvious cause of death seems to be a violent head trauma uh you can't get, really get more information off of an 11 okay. um but you can understand like this person was either on death's door or close to death and then this definitely would have done her in But you can't like CSI Miami like the sure, glass. Sure. No, no, that's <laughs> fine. You guys really did this to her? We were not given a lot of choice on the matter. You were certainly creative. She was big bitch. She threw dope. She threw books at us. Books that sting and cut. The book killed me. Precisely. Nearly killed my good friend here. And I almost died. It was one woman and a bunch of books, and they almost won. Well, right, that's embarrassing. <laughs> this is why we are in school, to learn and to grow. I don't think this is how we learn. You read books, you don't fight them. I'm saying that we want... I'm simply saying that we won, and we will get better. Precisely, I appreciate your optimism. So he's going to reach down and he's just going to uh, yoink the key. All right. Well, are, you, are you guys up to the restricted section? If you're willing to go first, yes. So he's going he's gonna to kind of swell up his shoulders a little bit, you know, trying to do his best imitation of how he sees his dad walking around. <laughs> just extra bulky. Let's do this. Right. And all he'll right. be like, ah, all right. And so he'll start heading over towards the restricted section. The restricted section is like protected by what looks to be a wrought iron gate that's just in the middle of the library. Um, the door has swung open um, and kind of like doesn't it kind of like sways a little bit, but not enough to move it in any direction. You can kind of hear it creaking just ever so slightly. Uh, but as you kind of, you have to turn sideways to slide your horns through the, the uh, poles within the gate. Uh, and as you kind of step through it, what before kind of looked more like a normal section of the library, kind of cordoned off by a gate, it seems to expand. Like as far, like deep into the darkness beyond. If any of you have dark vision, it keeps going beyond your 60 feet easily. Um, it is a literal maze of bookshelves spreading out in every direction as far as the eye can see. So um, you said that the gate was open and swinging a little bit. Was there a lock on it or was it just like a magical lock? There is a... Uh, in the instead of a doorknob on the gate, there is a small like box that you would put the key in, turn it, and open it. Okay, and what's the condition of that lock since it's open? Did it get busted open or did it just it open? has been unlocked and left open? So I think Damien would just kind of for his own curiosity, he'd try and put the key that he got from the librarian just to make sure that that is the key to the lock. 
Oh yeah, it slides in easily. You can like you hear the like arcane lock engage with the key. Okay. Um Well, I went first. You guys coming? Actually, if we have the key and do we even need to do this? Can we lock them in the cage and get a teacher or something? I mean, probably, but then we wouldn't get to see what's in the restricted section. You have a very good point. But if we keep the key... A crooky one. Did any of you catch what she said before she died? No, I was too busy bleeding out. Probably see, sounded like, ah, don't kill me. Something no, before that, that bit, it went, she, she said, they or... were hungers. Ah! That's what she <laughs> said. <laughs> they who hungers. I'm not sure about the last bit, but they who hungers seem... She actually took the time to say, eh, I don't remember that. Uh, maybe I imagined it, I don't know. I like theatrics. <laughs> <laughs> I, I pushed it do. up a little bit, you know. <laughs> well, anyways, that Pookie-Tookie think that seem odd. Grookie Dookie, you were the only one who remember or who had like had a better understanding of who they who hungers was. Wasn't it like a shitty kids book or something? It was a story <laughs> used by like hungry, hungry parents cats, to scare men. children to be to to not be naughty, basically. Um, actually, as a new person oh, has hey. entered the story, Damien, make either a history or a religion check. Uh, wow. A critical faith. <laughs> Sweet. You're like they who hunger is is that me? I'm pretty hungry right now. <laughs> I oh. feel like it's one of those things where uh his dad didn't believe in all those stupid stories. He just said, No, you just die if you don't do stuff right. <laughs> if you don't behave, they kill you. <laughs> You're like, oh okay. You're gonna cause the deaths of everyone around you. Hey, do you want people you love to die? Because that's how you do it, is by being bad. <laughs> Pretty much. What a great did, dad. Did any of you grow up with the very hungry caterpillar? Because if you didn't, you're missing out. <laughs> I did fuck. grow up with the very uh, hungry caterpillar. I vaguely remember it. I grew up with the monster at the end of the book, but yes. Fantastic. What a book, man. Read it every night. Fantastic stuff. You kind of make your way to in the direction where you heard... Oh, actually, I don't want to put words in your mouth. Y'all did decide y'all wanted to move forward and keep the key with you? Yeah. All right. As you kind of make your way through this, like, labyrinth of books. Uh, and just, just to be safe, I would like to put something in front of the door to make sure it does not close. So here's what I was thinking. Okay. If you guys were going to come in, is that then Damien was going to see if he could reach through the gate and actually lock it with the key and then bring the key with us so that no one could sneak in behind us. If you close the gate behind you, there is a lock on your side as well. Oh, okay. Then yeah, as soon as we come in, he would close the gate and and lock it and then drop the key in his pocket. Yeah, as you kind of lock it, the entire section of wrought iron fence just like shimmers a little bit. That's like... And did uh, Tilzerbol ever hand over the book, or is he still holding on to it? I would continue holding the book for now. Collateral to make sure you help us. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't buddies yet, pal. 
Wow. Helia. No, hey, that's I, not good I don't even know these guys, and I nearly died with them. <laughs> As you kind of meander your way through, uh, you kind of get lost within the confines of the extended section of the library. Uh, the tearing sounds seem to like echo across walls. Uh, someone make me a survival check to see how they are, how good they are at like tracking. Oh, I actually got a plus two on that. A crisp uh. seven from a Mr. Damien Dirk. So, Damien, as you're kind of like leading the way, you hear the page like, and you're like, ah, yes, to the left. And as you're like walking to the left, you hear another page rip, and you're like, it's behind me now. Uh, oh, shit. No, I obviously was not to the left. And you're like trying to navigate your way to the source of these sounds. But as you're doing it, you're getting yourself more and more turned around like, OK, but where's the wrought iron fence now? It's the sound of a page ripping. It can't be this far away. You know, like. You're getting like pretty uh, disoriented as you're making your way through. We want to try simply calling out and see if anyone or anything answers. No. <laughs> Ray just straight up, hell no, dude. Yeah, I think at a certain point, Damien would just stop and he'd be like, hang his head. He's like, I have no idea where we're going. None of you have any idea where we're going. This, this can't turn out good. Any ideas? Uh, leave. Nicholas Flamel. <laughs> Jeffrey Bezos. Uh, as you're kind of like, any ideas? Uh, a warbled and filtered voice echoes through the, like across the bookshelves, and like kind of within your own minds. Um, it is like obviously syn synthetically changed like the person does not want you to hear their voice so they are magically or perhaps with a small magic item or a device uh have like changed the pitch tenor and like even the orientation of their voice so that way it kind of more echoes like this kind of you know generally deep but Hard to fully understand. Well, well, well. So I believe that what you're supposed to do when attempting to do the voice you're describing is use the phrase, I was born in the darkness. I was born in the darkness. <laughs> you were murdered, man. Sorry, that's Do you scary. actually want me to do a Bane voice just into my Chick-fil-A cup? I kind of do, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Four blind mice have stumbled their way to me. I, I'm going to whisper really quick. I'm a halfling. Hmm. Well then, three and a half blind mice have stumbled their way to me. <laughs> you only count as half. <laughs> Suck it, dude. You weren't supposed to hear that. If you would like to follow me deeper into the library, I won't stop you. But if you come between me and my gold, I will make certain that your soul parts from your body. I don't suppose you could simply tell us what your goal is, but 
Also, first, where you are? We're very lost here. And, and jokes on you. Souls are a construct. Uh, try to use either survival to track them or perception to see if you can tell where the voice is coming from. Oh, I can't do a persuasion to see if he would actually just answer that. You, you can if you want to automatically fail. Uh, I do not, in fact, want to automatically fail. Make a left, another left, then a right. <laughs> there, there are some things that just don't happen, regardless of the All dice right. roll. Well, just to... You're like, I was when I was but a young boy. <laughs> I was... They just pour their entire backstory. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, okay, and you said uh, perception or survival? Yes, uh, survival to nice track, perception to tell if you can find the voice. Let's try uh, perception. Oh, That'll be shit. a 22 with my guidance. A 22 with the guidance. Uh, a rubble. As this thing, person, they, who knows what they are, really. Uh, as they are speaking to you, you're kind of like able to get a bead in on the way that the echoes are moving around the library. And you think you know what direction this voice is coming from. All right. I would like to then to the left, to the left. stealthily get Ray's attention. Just kind of nudge my snout in the correct direction. So that's the way we don't want to go now, right? That's the question. We found the person, but what do we actually want to do with this? I want to go home. <laughs> well, okay, convince the others and let's get out of here. Hey, you're the one who joined the debate club. Why am I convincing everyone? <laughs> Running away already? Well, you, you just said to not get in your way. What, what do you want? Ooh, by all means, leave. I'm not going to stop you. Could you point us to the exit, please? <sighs> are, are we really coming all this way just to turn around and leave? We didn't even get anything cool coming in here. Look, just grab something on the way out. No, regardless of anything else, we still need to know where the exit is. Whether we go forward or back, we still need to know where that is. This library. It's like... a maze. The more you move around in it, the lost, more lost you become. Yes. And you have been stumbling around in the dark for a long time, following a minotaur, which the irony is not lost on me. Racist. <laughs> Oh, come on. <laughs> Not very inclusive. If you would like to seek the exit, turn back from whence you came. Hey, I'm sorry. Uh, Damien, was it? I, I did not at all consider that implication when I asked you to lead. I am so sorry. <laughs> no, no. Okay. I expect. He's a, some racist ass. <laughs> My thought process was you were the biggest. <laughs> so let's. I, 
it feels like all this stuff is falling into place either to be a really cruel joke by seniors or an opportunity for us to get bragging lights for the rest of our lives. Or get killed. Yes, this could also be something much over our heads. I didn't specify how long those lives would be. That is a good point. I would prefer longer than another five minutes. Oh, shit. Okay. I'm sorry, was what? It, was <laughs> that a good oh shit or a bad oh shit? <laughs> I, I just rolled a, a d20 on my, uh, on my GM screen to, to see if... If we die. Something <laughs> was one, noticed. One, 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 it one. sounded like a falling out of my chair oh shit. <laughs> it was like, I was not expecting that number oh shit. What is my proficiency bonus? Uh, your proficiency bonus right now is plus two. Okay. You already have Jack of All Trades active. So. I read that, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I already added it to your character sheet. Yeah, yeah thank you. <laughs> so I think if, if Damien picked up on what direction um, Rebel had said that the voice was coming from. Yeah, Rebel pointed down like to the left of where y'all were currently standing. And he's going he's gonna to turn back to everybody else. He's like, like if you guys want to leave, that's fine. But... I'm not coming all this way and potentially getting detention for trespassing without actually finding out what the hell's going on in here. Tell me, Dragonborn. Where did you get that book? I don't suppose you would be willing to answer first as to what this book is of interest to you for? I wouldn't want to tell you that, no. But perhaps I can tell you something else. A tit-for-tat, as it were. I'm listening. So, a little bit of back and forth. After all, no harm negotiating. Let us say I am slowly nodding my head. And if there was something that you would be wanting to know in exchange, I would like to know what that is. Just uh, look amongst the guys. Uh, what do we want to know about current events? Kukitoki is going to realize something quickly, and he's going to ask, uh, who has the book? Rubble, right? Mm-hmm. He's going to ask Rubble for the uh, book. Slowly hand it over. All right, Kukitoki is going to cast Identify. Oh. All right. You cast Identify. I am going to need you to make... Roll D20, add your proficiency modifier and your spellcasting modifier. So D20 plus 2 plus uh, your charisma modifier. Four? I think so. Yeah, so D20 plus 6. Fuck! 12, okay. So, Grooky Dookie, you cast Identify on the object. So, you learn that there are a host of holy spells attached to this book specifically. Not, not necessarily to, uh, like, empower the book, but to contain it. Like, hallowing spells to keep evil from getting out, and 
protection spells to keep like the influence of the book from reaching other people's minds um you get an understanding that this book has been like 10 times blessed by saints of a monitor like stuff like that to keep people from being able to read it without the assistance of a uh, priest of a monitor or uh some sort of corruptive magic maybe might be able to allow someone to use it. But you would also get an understanding that there is an additional vein on the book that prevents a sp one specific creature from touching it. You don't know who that creature is, but you know that there is that effect upon it. You do not understand the contents of the book, and you cannot read its title still. Gookie think that this book is more powerful than we thought. I sense a lot of lots of magic from this book. Magic that contains more powerful magic. Not, not good shit. Gonna hand it back. Can, can we please leave now? Please? Uh, hmm. What did the uh the this whatever we're talking to say before I book? Say again? What did um whatever we're talking to say before I took the book? Uh they said that they would be willing to do a tit for tat for you to they would explain something you wanted to know if you told them where you got that book from. Uh Grookey is gonna say Um we, we got this book from Principal. Now, tell us where exit is. Properly, no bullshit. Actually, scrap that. Who the fuck are you? Tell us that. Language. Hey, shut up. That question is a bit more interesting than I think you might intend. Fantastic. Tell us then. I will answer. After all, you've revealed yourself to me. I feel it is only fair that you know that I'm hungry. I mean, we have a cafeteria, right? Oh, so you are you responsible? <laughs> oh, yes. Indeed we do. I'm kind of hungry too, actually, now that you say that. Are you the one responsible for the librarian going, you know, poo-poo crazy back there? You've already asked your question. My dad said when women go crazy like that, it's the time of the month. Oh, yes, my, my father talked about that. Mm, your dad's sexist as hell. <laughs> your dad's a sexist as hell. Pretty uncool. Do you have a, another question to continue this tit for tat? There is a couple of seconds of pause as you kind of like hear another thump followed by another series of rips. Um, make an insight check. All right. 
My rolls are fucking wank today. <laughs> Everyone has been rolling like raw wow. eights. That is a time spicy after five time. with guidance. Oh man. Oh, Henry, <laughs> what? Oh, on top. I mean, I said I was hungry. There has, like, not been a roll above 11 today. <laughs> it's good stuff. It's oh, good. God. That's what I like to see. Let's just, let's just fail forward as hard as we can. Um, so while the conversation, while, while this conversation is going on, I think uh, Damien is probably going to do horrible at this, but he's going to see if he can sneak his way closer to the voice while he feels like the voice is paying attention to them. Mm-hmm. Make a stealth check. Okay. And it should be at disadvantage. I don't know if we'll okay. automatically do it. There we go. That's what uh, I'm talking two. about. Um, <laughs> as Damien Darkhoof like sneak 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 as you like turn the corner to the bookshelf that you kind of like we're expecting her to be in given uh Mr. Rubble's uh understanding of where the voice is coming from you see instead just an empty hall leading continuing but you do see a series of books just like laid out onto the ground with pages torn out of them I think he would so if he can walk over to one I don't think he's too worried about stealthing anymore. He would just walk mm -hmm. over and pick up one of the books and see what kind of book it is. Make a perception check real quick. I don't know if I'm good at those. You're a cleric. Uh, you see, not only are, have pages been ripped out, other pages have been incinerated as there's like a small layer of ash uh, in some small places. Uh, Whatever it was that this entity is learning, it does not seem that it wants other people to learn it as well. Uh, you kind of like flip the book around, and it's a really, really dry book called Treatise on the Initial Found and Foundings of Freehaven. Okay. Um, so I think he'd pick up some of the pages and try and cast mending to put the pages if he could see where they fit back in. Yeah, yeah, you're able to like shove them in there. Mending takes like a full minute to cast. Okay. As does identify, but y'all y'all had time. Y'all were in the middle of conversations. Right. Um, so maybe he would maybe he wouldn't bother casting and he would just think about doing that later. But he would he would kind of grab that one and then come back to where everybody else was. Mm-hmm. I think I've spent enough time in this little cat and mouse ta for ta. By all means, see yourselves out. I know I will. Can you kind of hear the gate? And the little shimmer appears again as like someone has opened up the door. Wait, didn't we lock it and we have the key? You did. And yet it opens. And yet, perhaps, there's more than one key. Is there more than one librarian? There was only one librarian, as far as you knew. The only one librarian was walking around and talking to people. Right. But who else would be given a key to the restricted section of the library? It's a mystery! Somebody who could have given us directions out, but no, we had to change <laughs> it to, who the F are you? 
<laughs> I was curious, all right, Ian. <laughs> Y'all are all grassing each other. <laughs> uh, you see a, you hear like a whoosh of teleportation magic, and Batman. you are well and truly alone within the library. Uh, hey, Damien. Where yeah. did you last see the principal? I think we might need to bring this to his attention. And also get someone to clean up the library. No. You just hear someone scream as they step into the library? <gasps> oh shit, this is not good. I feel like this isn't the first time they've walked into a room and found a dead body. Oh no, it's, it's an adventurer not. school. Right, but maybe it was just... a freshman or it was someone they cared about. It's the... Uh... The janitor shows up and is like, dang it again? Another corpse <laughs> I, mean, I gotta clean up? Fuck. I think that's just what the janitor does here. <laughs> so, uh, when, when Rebel asked Damien, is, well, um, the, the teacher sent me to go get the book from him, walked down the hallway, just about ran into him as he was coming around the corner. And he sent me here and took off pretty quickly. In this direction or towards somewhere else? Well, he kind of turned me and pushed me, and then I didn't really see which way he went. Yeah, he pushed you in the direction of the library and did not walk with you there, so... Nevertheless, uh, I think I think it's uh, our time to get out of this place. I would agree. Okay, uh, shall we go to your teacher then? Sure. Do we keep the key also? For now, let's say yes. Agreed. Uh, tuck it in a pocket. All right, and then he would uh, he'd lead everyone back to his teacher as, he, as they're walking down the hallway. He'd be like, when you guys were sent to the library, did they say what to do afterwards? I mean, are we, like, done for the day? Or are we supposed to... There's a meeting of clubs after classes. Oh, I must have come in too late. I missed that part. I, I'm not a club person. I thought that having a club was mandatory. I don't think so. <laughs> nope. Why did I think that the club was mandatory? <laughs> Shit. They debated you into it. <laughs> You telling me there's not sports credits at this high school? What? Do you, wait, what? I'm not going to go join football then if I don't get a sports credit for it. What? Just get you out of PE. That's all. <laughs> it's a bad trade. Bad trade. Would you rather have no more Thursdays for the rest of the year or <laughs> go to PE? <laughs> no more Thursdays. <laughs> All right, so y'all make your way out. Absolutely, you find your ways. It takes a little bit of time, um, but whenever the lock was disengaged and the shimmering effect, you could kind of like trace it back to the source, and y'all are able to get out of there. The Minotaur leads the way from the labyrinth. Not again. <laughs> y'all racist as motherfuckers. 
<laughs> the funny part of that is that that honestly did not occur to me. <laughs> I was like, how do they not see what they're doing? I did not. He's like, hey, Mr. Minotaur boy, you know labyrinths, right, you freak? <laughs> I mean, I don't think he knew it was a maze at that point. I thought it was just That's a I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But in, in, with the benefit of hindsight, oh shit. <laughs> oh no, I did a racism. <laughs> yeah, that's probably not the greatest first impression. If only we had oh, a ball of string to follow. <laughs> if only. You mean like this and pull out a ball of string that I just would randomly have? You were given by some random girl who was like, there's a weird minotaur in there. I've heard they like balls of string. <laughs> they love it. They love Even more than up. cats. <laughs> All right, so you all make your way back yeah, to Elias Donstar's uh, class. Uh, the bell rings like as you're exiting the library. Uh, a bunch of students and faculty members like rush to the library after they hear that someone's been murdered. Um, Otherwise, we probably should have done something with the corpse. Eh, hindsight. And Elias Donstar is just like standing there. Uh, getting ready, like, prepping for the next class that he's gonna have to be teaching clericalness to. But he, he sees you return, and he kind of, like, waves you over. Ah, oh, hello! Um, you probably shouldn't send students for something this important. Hmm? And then he's gonna, so, he's gonna signal to everyone else to, is if, they, this, if they didn't already come in the room. Is this the book that you sent him to collect? Ah, oh, yes, indeed. So, earlier, the principal sent us to bring this book to the library. Um, mm -hmm. The librarian seems to have been corrupted or mind-controlled or some strange thing. I don't know exactly oh. what happened. What? So, she is now dead. Oh, shoot. Kathleen? Kathleen, I, she's... I, this is our first day. I do not know anyone's name. Uh, yeah, yes, the, li the librarian, Kathleen, she, you, she was dead when you got there to drop off the book? Yeah. No. Yes, yes. She was there when, she was dead when I got there. I'm getting mixed messages. It's... She was dead when he got there, and just pointing at Damien. Uh, unfortunately, actually, who, which of us got the killing blow again? I don't remember. Certainly wasn't me. Uh, was it Grookey, me? You, or was you it destroyed the book that she was using to summon the other evil books. Mm -hmm. I believe Grookey might have gotten the finishing blow. Okay. Um, but yeah. she didn't... Her head exploded after the fact. Uh, we were forced to defend ourselves, but through not our own actions, her head just exploded after she was defeated. And again, this is our first day. We do not have any kind of capacity to do that ourselves. Oh. And then uh, there was the admission of another person in the library who said he was responsible for her state. Do you, do you guys need to sit down and have some tea? Maybe calm down a little? And maybe see I, the school I wouldn't counselor? Say no. uh, yeah, uh, maybe see a counselor? So, some tea actually sounds rather nice, right? All right, I'll I'll brew up everyone a little bit of tea. He kind of like begins hands a little bit shaky, like setting up teapot and like heating it up with a little bit of arcane flare. And he goes, "It is so sad to hear that Kathleen has met such an untimely end. 
Oh, he kind of like had books attacked us. Books. They flew and everything. Never heard of her doing that before. All right. He takes three sugar cubes and drops it into your tea. And she threw library cards at us. Oh, I only have cubes. Fuck you. (laughs) Well, I'm sorry. Language. Sorry you feel that way. I am a faculty member, but, you know, I understand that y'all have been through a lot. Yes, I sent you to retrieve that book specifically because Principal Aberanth yoinked it from my table. That is strange. Oh, most definitely. Tookie has a question. How powerful was that book? He kind of, like, grits his teeth as, like, I'm really not supposed to tell students <laughs> about anything that pertains to restriction section of the library items. He goes, that, that book, it is, can you read anything in it? No, I sense great power from it when I cast a spell to identify any magics. Yes, there is great and terrible magics dwelling within these books, and it is the duty of the priest of a monitor, he kind of points to himself, to ensure that the locks that keep what is within are held in place. Now, I will say, we um, didn't go into restricted section, but this funny ghost voice came out and told us that, you know, it sounded very sketchy. He wanted to have a book. You know, oh, he, I'm sure. He, he knew principle. Who was that? What was that? But he seemed to imply that he was... Uh, what was that phrase? He who hungers or something like that? Yes, it's they who hungers. They who They, hungers. that, yes, that. Make an insight check. Grookie Dookie is renowned for his fantastic <laughs> insight. <laughs> oh, hey, Grookie Dookie! Grookie Dookie with the clean 19. <laughs> Grookie Dookie, as... Elias says, like, they who hungers, you can pick up that there is a flash of recognition in his eyes as you say that name. Like, uh, like he knows a little bit more about this uh, legend, so it were, that you know about. Like, in your head, they who hungers is a scary, do- uh, it's a scary story that someone tells her children in the dark. It'd be like if you went into the library and you said, hey, who are you? And they said, I'm the boogeyman. It's like, no, you're probably not the boogeyman. Like, shit, it's who John are Wick. You? <laughs> I'm John Wick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, it's Jason Bourne. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it'd be like if someone told you that the I am the boogeyman and I'm here in the library. Yes, the boogeyman is real. I mean, they are in D and D. But like, <laughs> true. Actually, two. There's the Bagman. There's Baba Yaga. There's actually, there's sentient it. scarecrows. Also true. Uh, oh, that should be an R and R topic. <laughs> on boogeyman's. Um, but that flash of recognition. Such that, like, there's a nervousness to him, almost, at the idea that you've stumbled upon 
in a, the actual they who hungers or an actual they who hungers, whatever the heck they are. In in the storybooks that you remember, they've always just been like a sentient mouth that consumes everything. Damien's gonna hold out the book that he brought on the uh, the treatise on the founding and blah blah blah, and he's gonna say, um, "We found a bunch of books like this, and pages had been ripped out, and some of them burned into ash." Mm. He kind of like looks at the treatise, and he begins like he licks his thumb. To help him so he can move through some of the pages. Oh, wow. This book is old. It's dry. He kind of like thumbs through it. Going back to the founding of Freehaven. I don't. Most of these things don't even exist anymore. There used to be a lake. The center of town that has long since dried up. The talks about the encroaching of the mists that have been here for centuries at this point. A thousand years? Two thousand years? I, I don't know anyone who's lived long enough to think of a time before this. Grookey's gonna, you know, be picked up on the fact that he knew about they who hungers. You see, so, I know you know about this. I know we are only first-year students, first-day students at that, but given what we went through, I think it only fair you elaborate on what that is. You know? On the restricted section books? No, the uh the they who hunger bullshit. Oh. Seems important in, in some way. Oh. It's not real. <sighs> they who hunger it's a ghost story almost that has ties to the very founding of the Academy. He, like, holds open the book, and you see that, like, the first, like, several dozen pages have been ripped out and burned, and to the point where, like, only, like, page 15 remains, and at this point, uh, the Academy has already been, like, established. And he's like, any information that I would have been able to divulge about who they were and how they tie into the founding of the Academy is, is gone. It's the ancient, ancient history of our academy was that heroes has stumbled into this world, into this plane, destroyed the monster, they who hungers, and atop, you know, its corpse and all of that fine, fun, literary nonsense, they established the school as a way to safeguard against other monsters that would threaten the multiverse. Uh, I'm going to roll insight just to check he's telling us while well, yeah, he's not holding back anything. You get the impression that, like, he might know a little bit more than what he's saying right now, but, like, if he started going on a two-hour-long treatise on what we know, like, he, it's the same long-windedness that he has in his class. Where he's like, well, how do we know that this is a legend? How do we know that it was four heroes who stumbled in? It's all too cinematic, if you ask me. Like, It's like, he's holding back from making this an entire class. And as instead, he is just giving you information that you would be able to find given enough dick. So if we were able to stumble into this. Yes. What? 
what does that say about everyone that came before us or after us? What do you I mean? mean? These these guys, when I saw them, they were almost dead. Mm -hmm. So is it even safe to do these classes here anymore? Oh, it's always been deeply unsafe to do the classes here. The adventuring life is fraught, literally, with danger. It yes, is, this is the school, school itself though. putting us in danger. Not the classes, but literally the school. How on earth would you be expected to learn? If you were not regularly me, put in danger, you would never gain the experience No, no, no. Necessary. I'm not saying the actions of teachers in the school. I'm saying the school oh, yeah. itself is... I, mean, I, I can understand, like, after a couple of weeks, do something dangerous, but day one should be like, this is where the lockers are, and here's the cafeteria. Oh, yeah, you absolutely should not have been in a fight for your life on the very first day of school. That's wild. Okay, all right. Well, at least that's, we're all in agreement. I think right now the other adventuring parties are doing trust falls in the front lawn. Ugh, then I'd rather do this. So, if you're telling me the day who hunger is real... Was he, real. He's going to do real. air quotes. Is, was, time, is it is, real? It's legendary. It's like, how do you know anything's real from 4,000 years ago, 2,000 years ago? Because we had the being introduced themselves to us as such. They can lie. Hey, guess who I am? I'm a monitor. Yes, but again, this is our first day. Unless we have a way to definitively prove them truthful or false, for the sake of staying alive, I will simply take them at their word until proven otherwise. And, and to use your own words, um, how do we know you aren't a monitor? We don't have any way to verify if you are or are not a monitor. Are you joining the debate team? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I can use a friend in the debate team. <laughs> Join me in the debate team. But if this... If, if we've already gotten into this kind of trouble, I, what do we do now? You're, you're the teacher. Mm-hmm. Well, are, are we going get, to keep getting drawn into this kind of crap? Or do we go back to being normal students? I think at the end of the day, that is entirely up to you, isn't it? You can, of course, always choose to return the book to me. Well, I, I would I prefer if you'd return the book to me. Uh, Basically, ignore I that you've... I the book to him. <laughs> he, he takes it and puts it on his desk again. Ignore that this first day really ever happened and try to continue on with your lives as a student as normally as possible. Um, or you can get hungry for whatever mystery it is that you've solved, stumbled upon. I, I see what you did there. See what you did there. We're talking about they who hunger, and you ask us to get hungry. Yes, it was a clever little, uh, what you call mirroring syllabic syllables. That's not what you call it. Was it uh, clever, though? Was it really clever, or was it low-hanging fruit? Yes, I don't think that you're supposed to say that the thing that you say is clever. 
So then Damien's going to look back to, to everyone else. Uh, what, what do you think? We try and ignore this and wait until it inevitably pops up again later? Or? Or uh, start making a nuisance of ourselves, asking people about they who hunger. I so, vote for ignore it. I just had my ass handed to me by books and a bully in the same day. I think that before we go after what may or may not be a mythological figure from thousands of years in history, we are here to learn, first and foremost. I do not think that we're ready for such a massive quest now. However, my father has told me many tales about the call for adventure. And often, he speaks of events that act as uh, foreshadowing. I think that we can treat today as a day like that, where we know that there are things going on in the background of this school that we must begin to prepare for. Precisely. I agree. Yeah. Besides, <laughs> Kruki got to take a tuki, huh? Where's the toilet? Language. Don, Elias Donstar is like reading the three-act story structure, and he's like, it might be the inciting incident. I, <laughs> it's... No, could be the moment where the normal is upheaved, you know? <laughs> I thought you were the cleric teacher, not the English mm -hmm. not the common teacher. <laughs> there is no common teachers here. I'm everything. Uh, not the common teacher. That seems like that would be a very important thing needs English whenever, you know, you got magic. Is there a literature class? <laughs> you can get a nerd to drop a contract for you. It's true. <laughs> Correct. Uh... All right. Well, then I, I agree. I it, it seems way outside of our league. I hope it stays there. And again, I have had many such tales told to me by my father just since my childhood, and these types of incidents, as the professor said, this is our inciting incident for our first taste of the future heroes we shall become. Sure. I just want to be a treasure hunter. Oh, I'm sure there'll be plenty of opportunities to adventure while hunting treasure. Preferably while not being stabbed. No. Nothing good is ever behind a non-stabby wall. Look, booby traps are one thing, but people stabbing me are another. And books should not attack people. No, they should not. But you know what they say. Knowledge is power. That doesn't have anything to do with being stabbed by a book. It has everything to do with it. Books contain knowledge. Knowledge is powerful. You get hit with a book and you pass out. And knowledge is power. As I'm like covered uh, in paper cuts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just, just take out and look at my schedule and just see what classes I have with this guy and like hope <laughs> for none. I change courses. You're, you're looking at your schedule as the divine soul sorcerer and it's like half your classes are with him. <laughs> and you're like, no! That's what I was afraid of. <laughs> so when, uh, when he gets a chance, Damien's just going to see if, uh, if Elias isn't actively reading the book that he brought he's going to go mm -hmm. ahead and grab it and just put it back in his stack of books the uh the the book that can't be read 
The one with the missing pages. The one with the missing pages. Okay, I didn't know which one we were talking yeah, about. Yeah, sorry. No, no, no. Yeah, the it's one that... The, the, the one treatise that on the foundations up. of the uh, of free yeah. haven, yeah. So, were we told the deal with that book? The book that y'all can't read? The missing he, pages book. The missing pages book, he said that it seems like it's a really, really dry treatise on free haven as it yeah, the used to be a long time ago. Show. Why is a book like that in the restricted section? He kind of like shrugs. I don't know. I'm not the one responsible for curating the restricted section. Damien's going to side eye rubble. The librarian and of course the principal. Mm, I uh, think the vice principal does it too. All right. And just like turn to the other guys for a sec. Note for later. We need to question principal on this missing pages book because that is strange to have been in restricted section. Yeah, most of this conversation, Ray's eyes are just, like, glossed over. <laughs> just like, uh... <laughs> if he's not complaining about being attacked by a book. He's still hungry. <laughs> or faculty members. If there's anything that y'all's characters want to do before the end of the school day, uh, let me know. And we'll, otherwise, we'll fast forward our way to the club meetings. So is this a situation where we would be changing classes okay, for the yeah. schedule? Okay. Y'all, the, the previous class has reached its terminus. Uh, y'all are expected basically in like third period at this point. Okay. Oh, yeah. Do y'all sit together at lunch? I guess. I don't know anybody. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that would probably happen. We were assigned as a team together, and we don't really know what that involves yet. So, yeah. It's one of those things where there's only three seats available, so someone has to be left out. You get the impression that when Elias Donstar told you to go get the book from the principal's office, he wasn't expecting you to witness your first murder, too. <laughs> he was like, hey, can you get that book back? Well, it's not really witnessing your first murder if you're in it, you know. I didn't witness anything. I just, I just saw the aftermath. Yeah, Damien just saw a dead body on the floor. True, that's all he saw. <laughs> Most but of a dead body. On the he's floor. like, yeah, everyone, all the other adventuring classes have been doing trust fall exercises. And yeah, we had, we were a hair's breadth from death for two of us and playing two truths and a lie. Like, what do you, <laughs> why? What do you mean you're murdered by books? <laughs> oh, man. So uh, I think as we're sitting at lunch, uh, Damien would, uh, you know, be like, you know, Grookey, you had had a great idea there talking to that quote they who hunger but um man we could have got it over on him too with that he asked where you got no, the book from no no we could yeah. not have i mean there were missed opportunities in the restricted section i agreed no that <laughs> went about as well as it could have do not tempt no it, it didn't go badly but oh, no no, no not at all I, I i i would have liked to learn a little more there but that's uh that's why we held on to this. And he pulls the key out again. You want to you try and go back later Ooh. after class? I mean, you know, Kruki is very tired, but I don't see the... It's not a bad idea. I am intrigued of this. I think this is a bad idea. I do think this is a bad idea, yes. <sighs> okay, maybe tomorrow. Maybe tomorrow. Yes, I agree, maybe tomorrow. I need to do my practice. That's true. All right. Lunch ends. Y'all all head back to your assorted courses. Um, you know, 
five minutes in between classes gives you a little bit of time to speak to each other as the day goes by. Deepen your bond with each other, get a little bit of an understanding of who everyone is. Um, and as that, the day reaches its end and everyone begins to go to their uh, assorted teams. I believe d debate team for Damien and Rubble. Um, I mean, if if Rebel had had kind of mentioned that there's a debate team, he probably I I did. Yeah, yeah. Rebel's asked you if you wanted to join him for the debate team. Yeah, he'd go ahead and go, go along with that. All right, uh, and then I believe you art what you eat was the one that Ray wanted to join. Yeah, because girls. <laughs> whenever you were looking back on your life and you're like i should have been more smooth <laughs> oh, gotta be smooth like fondant yeah instead i'm smooth like gravel <laughs> <laughs> and then getting into treble for mr gookie dookie um yeah we don't have to like run through ex the the long and the shorts of every single person's uh, time and their experience in club uh you art what you eat mr uh ray is basically like cooking painting sculpting all that fun stuff uh they w allow you to be a taste tester but they also want you to begin like having an idea of what you want your project to be like what you want to be working on over the year there are like competitions between the clubs to see like who can do the best thing uh like kind of like a competition like a what's it, what's it called Talent competition? Is that what it's called? Yes. We didn't have these at my school. My school had 100 people in it, and no one was talented, so... How many people are in this school? A lot. Huh. 105. There's like 40 dudes. <laughs> no, it's a lot of people. You get the impression that you're, like, divvied up into grades and then divvied up even further into, like, subcategories. And then of those subcategories, like maybe you have like classes regularly with like a hundred people total. But yeah, there's a lot of people. Interesting. How many years does the school go? Uh three. All right. Yeah. Well, it, and it's not even necessarily technically years because it's about how you advance. Like a level one adventurer who never becomes a level two adventurer does not start taking much more dangerous sophomore equivalent courses just because they've been doing it for a year. So it's more like a JV varsity setup. Yeah, kind you of. You get called it's... up to the or like a farm league where you get called up to whatever team that you're operating at. Yeah, if if you're if you're acting and. Uh, Look, able sports. to engage at tier one. It's like how the shinobi in Naruto divvy themselves up, actually. So we're right now academy students hoping to become Jenin. Right now you're Ginning about to, uh, attempting to become Chunin in the, in the next year. What the That's fuck right. are you on about? <laughs> I forgot about it. You never watched Naruto? No, man. Nope. Oh, it's literally like there are like 30, there are like dudes who are like 30 years old who's like, what's up? I'm a Ginning. How you doing? I'm basically a, a freshman in high school. There's one who's an old man. Yeah. It's like, I'll be a Genin eventually. I'll be a true, I'll get to be a true yeah, The eternal Genin. That's how it should be, really. <laughs> so you basically, it's you move forward based upon your ability, not necessarily your, uh, 
Age. Your age. Are the three years or three tiers going to be gold, silver, copper? <laughs> uh, it's actually porcelain, <laughs> clay, and slightly and darker porcelain. <laughs> Additionally, debate team is exactly as pretentious as you were led to believe. Um, basically, oh, I thought that was us having debate team. Yeah, that was y'all having debate team. <laughs> Easy peasy, living squeezy. And then getting into trouble, it's a song and dance club where uh, Gruki, you're kind of like put on display a little bit. Like you show off your, your, uh, how you work with your ukulele. Um, does Gruki sing? Gruki is a shit singer. Uh-huh. And does sing. <laughs> He's a terrible... How is your ukulele ukulele what fucking child prodigy <laughs> it's like oh man he, the fingers the way he works on the ukulele is incredible second he opens his goddamn mouth the experience is ruined <laughs> but yeah, that much. ukulele ooh. all right uh clubs last like about the first 30 minutes they just kind of like get you a general idea for what the class or what the uh, club is going to be like, you know, your expectations, uh, getting an idea for, uh, like your assorted projects. Debate team doesn't technically have a project, but it's like the public policy portion of it is like, uh, how are we going to empower the student council this year? Kind of like, how can we make it so that way students have more of a say in governance? And if we can accomplish that, then we've done what we've wanted for the year. Oh, man, we're the SGA nerds. <laughs> well, you're the student government nerds, public policy nerds, and debate team, the actual people who just debate with each other. That's right. Excellent. We're going to strive for uh, Thursdays off. That's what we're going for. That's what we want. Four-day school week. Four day school week. You come. You don't come to school on Thursday, but you do come back on Friday. <laughs> it's, it's a midweek break. Plan. Yeah, it's not a perfect plan, but it's got some. There's some evidence of its usefulness. Yeah, all right. And the the lot of y'all go home. Uh, I believe, Rookie Dookie, you hop onto your good old warg that you rode to school on she's been waiting for you patiently in the little like student stables the rest of y'all take the bus and uh rubble you get picked up in the uh, family vehicle bus oh not bus that's right the whoosh wagon <laughs> of course how could i forget oh. the whoosh wagon <laughs> no like that's what it, that's a thing in D D. That is the, dumb. The self, the self-propelled. Yeah, like that's not something I made up. Wish, like that's that's what it actually is. I am upset. The wagon is a huge that, vehicle invented by Tinkernose. I am upset <laughs> that Dungeons and Dragons had anything that they could have done and chose to call it the Whoosh Wagon. <sighs> Gnomes, man. <laughs> right. Fuck them. Did you think I was making that up? I did. I thought you were like, oh, we'll just call it the whoosh wagon. That's no, dumb and fun. This is me. <laughs> Unacceptable. You know what? The session is over. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Which it's not uh it's not like a boarding school, is it? They go you go home afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You go home at the end of every day. You you drive home, are driven home, something like some that. Some of us do a bigger home than others. Some some it's of us to twelve of their dad's friends, some of us <laughs> to a mansion. Wait, so it's on a demi plane. 
the homes are not on the demiplane or whatever it's called. No, well, they are. Everything is on Freehaven. Right. So it's yeah, this has absolutely nothing to do with the world of Riftwake. Who's to say? Dun dun dun. <laughs> so anyway, y'all go back to Riftwake and <laughs> 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 That was a callback. I miss Gorif, man. <laughs> Quick, give him something to kill. <laughs> And a rift opens in the sky, and a dwarf comes screaming through. <laughs> hey, we tried to have something to kill, but nobody wanted to go further into the restricted section and die. All right. As we continue <laughs> on with this uh, school week, uh, I believe y'all said that y'all wanted to head back to the library to do a little bit of digging, a little bit of snooping. Um, Ray, do you want to continue your nighttime snooping of the barrows? Yes. Alrighty. Where I'm and... not going to be attacked by a librarian. Sure. Uh, <laughs> and you're doing that alone? Yeah, I mean, I have been. That's true. So you all are planning on searching the library, the arrows, and then additionally the... Oh, okay, we'll talk about that in a second. Uh, Ray, in the evening, whenever you are snooping in and around the barrows, uh, roll me a flat d20 check. A flat d20, alright. Mm-hmm. I have a plus d20. It's not even technically d20. a flat d20 check, it's just a flat. 11. Perfectly Ray, average. As you are scouring the barrows, looking for where it is that you believe that you will find this treasure without having to deal with librarians or sentient books um you begin uh going down this dark hallway uh or not even a hallway it's an alley make a perception check as you do so perception <laughs> you uh do not see but you feel like a like big hand of an obviously like a fully adult man just rest immediately on your so- on your shoulder, and it's like a full size human. Uh, he's missing most of his teeth. He has an eye that is not covered by an eye patch that is completely missing. He's in complete and total tattered clothes, and his hand it's like it's holding you steady, but also like shaking a lot. And his unkempt nails are almost like digging into your shoulder. As he just like shakes his head no back and forth as you're like getting ready to walk down this alley. Don't do it. It's the darkness in the street. Uh you're mumbling, what? Don't don't go in there's darkness in the street. It lures you, it snatches away your soul. Huh. Insane. Fuck. This dude's bug fuck insane. <laughs> yeah, but is he insane because something snatched his soul? Who knows? <laughs> you know this dude's crazy. I look up, there's a sign, Barrow's Library. <laughs> there's a sign, very much crazy man, just pointed down. <laughs> uh, okay, mister. Stumble into the wrong shadow. You never come out. I've seen it. 
All right, I want to use my uh, silent speech ability to whisper in his mind and mm-hmm. tell him to run like hell. Oh, he does. You don't need to roll anything. He's like, the whispers! <laughs> he just, like, sprints full tilt. Ah, <laughs> uh, nice. <laughs> uh, I'm picking on an insane man. This man needs help. <laughs> well, it got him away from me. That is absolutely correct. At the end of the day, you are only obliged to protect yourself. It was either that or I stab him. So. <laughs> yeah. Just stab a homeless guy. What happened? He was yelling stuff. I don't know. Yeah. Talking crazy at me. <laughs> All right. I keep going. All right. You continue down. Uh, you continue down and through the barrows. Make a perception check. Oh, 20. That is very, very good. Now, you don't see any uh, sentient shadow or darkness attempting to lure you into the deeper darkness so that way it can consume your soul. You do, however, know beyond a shadow of a doubt that you have found the entrance to the place that you are looking for. However, there seems to be, uh, make a, there's not a streetwise check anymore. Um, make it just flat charisma. Charisma. So what about doing like a, Oh, no, no, the flat charisma is just kind of like, like, you know, general, like, knowledge of the streets. Yeah, but like, investigation charisma is one thing that Mitch and I recently talked about in our alternative skill checks episode. Riffs and rules, very Really, riffs and rules. And this isn't riffs and rules, Remy. Get out of here. Okay, bye bye. Right, you see that the Cackling Moons gang has. Uh, found the same entrance and has begun the process of exploring it themselves. Hmm. That they have either stumbled upon it or been given directions to it and have begun the process of uh, exploring it. What do I know of this gang? The Cackling Moons gang is one of... There's like three major gangs, one of which is the Cackling Moons, uh, and a whole bunch of super minor, like, it's me and my buddies, and we run this particular corner of the Barrows, but we're not a big player. The the Cackling Moons are very much a larger player in the area. Uh, You live here. Hmm? Are they violent, or...? Uh, Yes, but not... All the time. Most of the time, Cackling Moon wants to get things done so that way they can make money. They're not violent for the sake of being violent, um, but if they have to be, they are, basically. So, like, they probably wouldn't kill me if they caught me snooping around. Just it's like out. if they caught you snooping around here, they'd probably be like, get the hell out of here, dude. And throw you out or like maybe rough you up a little because this is like if they get the impression that this is their territory and they think that you're snooping for somebody else they'll probably rough you up a little bit to get you to uh basically tell your boss or whoever your boss is that they're not to be messed with over here this is their turn in that case i will sneak in all right make a stealth check like the shadow Leap from the shadows. Guy from the hyperleaps from the shadows. 
All right. 21. Raisin Thorn Rug. A 21. Uh, you are able to sneak very, very, very close to the entrance uh, to the point where you are able to kind of like slide behind the guard that stands over this like hole that has been chiseled into the side of a wall of a huge line of buildings and like downward. You are able to sneak behind him and slide down this almost like dirt path into this huge labyrinth of stonework. Uh, elaborate stonework. Uh, the kind that you would not expect to see on the underside of the barrows. Like, this is an entire complex. It's huge. And it's, like, filled with members of the Cackling Moon Gang exploring it, like, going through different rooms, setting off traps, things catching on fire, hearing, like, arrow traps go off, dart traps, as, like, a bunch of these uh, members of the gangs are accidentally setting off these traps. Um, you've rolled really good on your perception, so I'm going to let that continue rolling forward. You hear a tabaxi speaking with one of their lieutenants, and you would know that this tabaxi is uh, the leader of the Cackling Moon Gang, her name is Iron Blazes in the Forge, uh, but most people just call her Blaze. She's like a panther-like cat tabaxi. Uh, she is speaking with one of her lieutenants, and she has a long leather box in her left hand. It's probably about five, six feet long. It's about six inches wide. And she is speaking with some sort of lieutenant or person talking about how uh, they got what their employer wanted. Or I should probably do a voice with it. This one has gotten what we were paid to receive and retrieve. The rest belongs to the cackling moon. And the lieutenant kind of nods their head and begins trying to round up the cackling moons to see if they can, uh, you know, stop activating all these traps and get get the treasure, as it were. And I think to myself, they should have hired me. <laughs> Greatest treasure hunter ever. You get the impression that there are still a lot of treasures to be found down here that have not currently been explored by the Cackling Moon Gang. And Iron Blazes in the Forge um, walks past your position where you're hiding and leaves with this, like, leather box. I'm going to wait a bit to see if everybody else leaves, too. They do not. It seems like they, the uh, lieutenant has kind of brought order to it, and they're like, okay, instead of being idiots, we're going to be a bit more careful about how we're exploring this very dangerous situation. We're going to go room by room slowly, making sure that traps are properly disengaged. Um, but it could, it will likely take them days to explore this entire complex. Double damn. But of course, if you and your friends were to hypothetically sneak in and, you know, explore parts of it before them, they gotta sleep sometime, right? 
Yeah, it depends on how many people I get. That's true. Well, right now you got three others besides yourself. Yeah, but they might be able to work in shifts. That's true. Alternatively, I could try to sell myself to them. Oh shit, prostitution on the second session? That's quick. I am New a child. New record! <laughs> mm -hmm. I'm going to approach the lieutenant. Alright, do you try to sneak up on them, or do you like make your make your position known? Because you've already snuck past a set of guards. I'll make my position known. I feel like sneaking up on the lieutenant of a gang is a good way to get stabbed. That is absolutely correct. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you make your position known. It's a human man, probably about five and a half feet tall, um, right in his very, very early 20s. Um, built wide, not necessarily built tall, but you can see that there's like an underlying strength um, underneath kind of the weight that he carries. He turns around quickly and like draws a hammer from his side like he's about to chuck it at you and then he sees that you're a 14 year old kid and it's like I probably shouldn't kill a kid right off the bat 13 uh, <laughs> sees that you're a 13 year old kid and he's like what are you doing here so I see you're treasure hunting huh I happen to be a treasure hunter if you need any assistance how did you get here I'm awesome I do like jazz hands when I say that. Oh, God, this is an actual child. He's not just short. He's just an actual child. <laughs> do I hear that? or? Yeah, absolutely. He's like mumbling it to himself, but not quietly enough so that way you can't hear. I'll have you know I'm 13. Oh, my God, he's an actual child. I'm, I'm basically a grown-up now. That's what children say. <laughs> I feel when I say that at 35. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm basically a grown-up. Mm -mm. No, sir. <laughs> Look, kid, I appreciate the tenacity to just walk up to a lieutenant in the gang and just ask to explore a dungeon with him. This is, this is going to be incredibly important to the Cackling Moons gang, and like, I can't have a child running around in here. I mean, I had a map for this and everything, like... You had a map for this? This place is... According to the boss, this place is, like, years old. Well, well that's how I found it. Does, does the map show me just the location, or has it got any of the actual place? The map shows you the location of this massive complex. You can tell that, like, a lot of it has degraded over time. And what you were really looking for for most of this was finding a way to get to it. You know, like the entire city of the uh, Barrows was built on top. The, the Stormfield Barrows was built on top or with and incorporating the structure of this massive labyrinthine complex. But there's not a way to get in there easily because a lot of the roads are paved. Like you can't just dig a hole and expect to, to reach it. You've been having to search for an entryway, and they, the cackling moons, got to the entryway first. All right. So the so the map wouldn't help inside. 
just so that would help you, inside. Oh, it would help. But but it's old, so it's like yeah. things might have changed in the yeah. however hundred many years. Yeah. So it's it's probably a little out of date. But yeah, I got I got a map, and like I'm I'm, I mean, my dad was a treasure hunter. Like I know lots of treasure hunters. I go to school for treasure hunter. You know, like I'm good with this. All right. Hypothetically, say I bring you on and you live. What kind of pay are you looking for? Uh, 5%. 5% for you split amongst all of your crew or 5% for each person you bring on? Oh, I didn't think about having a crew. Uh, oh. I'm, I know a Minotaur. I, I met him today. Uh-huh. Uh, there are two other guys. Um, so... Let's say a 5% for me, and then they can each get like 3%. So it comes out to what? 14%? Yeah. And then if you find any artifacts, of course, well, that can be discussed how you assign monetary value to them. Uh, of course, if you are caught trying to rob us, we will like chop off your hands. Like that goes without saying. Yeah, I, um, I mean, I, I mostly just want to explore like well yeah i know but i you know you got to say these things because then all of a sudden like you someone tries to screw you over and you're like well then i gotta chop off your hand and they're like well i never agreed to let my hand get chopped off and it's just a whole situation so i'm just like letting you know ahead of time that if you try to screw us it's hand chopping time oh yeah i mean you're not some like no-name gang like everybody knows you guys yeah i know yeah. But that's the reason why we are able to keep up a reputation as we do is because, you know, you got to show people like, hey, don't fuck with us. Like, straight up. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. All right. I'm totally down. Cool. Child labor. I never thought I'd be here. I'll be honest. Moving on up. What's your name? <laughs> oh, I'm Rawson. Okay. Rawson. All right. Rawson, you and your crew... Come here tomorrow after school or whatever, whatever it is children do these days, and I'll be here, and I'll let y'all get a little run through the place. Awesome. I'll uh, be back tomorrow after school with my my crew. What'd you say? Like, like it, I don't know. Oh, I'm thirteen. Right. <laughs> Yeah, 13. It means you have to be, like, cringy. Like, there's cool 13-year-olds, I'm sure. I mean, there was the guys who beat up my friends. Like, that that guy seemed kind of cool. That does sound like something someone who was cool would do. Ah, like, this one guy who's got a ukulele. And scene. <laughs> this, this bright pink ukulele, man. We're so The camera cool. fades <laughs> off. I'm just telling her about my first day of school. <laughs> it's a him. Whatever, that's what I meant to say. <laughs> yeah the the leader was a her yes iron blazes in the first forge was a her this guy's name is eric my new friend i realize that i muted myself his name is eric dawes your boy, your boy eric dawes is there anything anyone else would like to do oh yeah y'all are going to be searching the library tomorrow so when do y'all want to do that y'all want to do that before class like during your lunch half hour or or when do y'all want to speak to Principal Aberrant too, before we move on to the next session? Um, well, since we, since I don't think any of us would have a reliable way to get to the 
school early. Uh, Rubble has a personal driver. Oh, well, he's going to make the rounds and pick everyone up, and we can <laughs> do it either way. Also, Grookey can ride his warg to school basically whenever he wants. I mean, to me, I think it would make more sense to go after school after everyone's left. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Plus, like, I'm not a morning guy. and uh... Big moon. I get that. <laughs> and is there... Uh, do you, did y'all want to speak to Principal Aberrant during the school day, after the school day? Do we have, like, homeroom or something? Or Yeah. Well, I mean, it's kind of like one of those things where everyone gets to school... The first bell rings where everyone's just like hanging out for like 10 minutes. And then afterwards, people get to their first period class. How long is this principle going to go on and on as we <laughs> ask him? <laughs> I feel like we might need more than 10 minutes. The principal, you know what? He's, he's an eloquent man. And he gets sidetracked and talking about how adventures are deplorable and all <laughs> That <laughs> he's a cursed being. Just always him being a cursed being. We get it. You're cursed. Yeah, so I think we could probably go try and talk to the principal on during lunch the following day and then maybe do the, uh, you know, try and break into the library after school hours. All right. In that case, Principal uh, Aberrant during the lunch hour is in his office uh, trying to eat lunch. Um, you see he is like disdainfully like ripping apart pieces of a sandwich and dropping them into his mouth. Oh, I hate eating. <laughs> um, Principal Aberrant. Oh, students. Yay, my favorite. Yes. Kind of want um, a little insight on that one. <laughs> He's lying. <laughs> Do you need to? They aren't his favorite. <laughs> um, what? Hmm? I, so yesterday was a bit odd for all of us for differing but similar reasons. Um, yes, I bet. It's the first day of school. <sighs> oh. Yeah, Who no, we were, we were ready for that kind of weirdness. Um, you sent these guys mm -hmm. to go take a book to the library, yeah. and and then you you sent me to the library also because mm -hmm. you um, wanted that book, right? Yes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, about the death stuff. Uh, yeah, faculty died. That's pretty messed up. I was attacked by a book. You lived. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, principal. Um, there was this weird thing. I mean, look, the librarian fact is right, and then before mm -hmm. she dies, she saved "They Who Hungers" the children's story, correct? Yes. Yep. And afterwards, I mean, if that's what you want to call them, yeah, sure. Out of the um, the, the forbidden section, a, a weird ghost motherfucker-looking thing came out, and um, we had a book. He took very interest in the book and he also um mentioned mm -hmm. that he mentioned mm -hmm. you he expressed interest that you had the book mm -hmm. is that like you know any importance or 
What? I, I honestly, I just started nodding in agreement while you were talking. All right, fantastic. Um, you asked if if someone was important. Um, yes, is that important or not? It seemed a bit hard. That's all. He like does that little thing where you put your two pointer fingers together and bring them up to his lips, but he doesn't have a lip. He has a beak. Yes. Well. Yeah, it sounds pretty important. Sounds pretty, pretty important. Okay. So, any idea why this is happening to us? Hmm? Uh, why does anything happen to anybody, I guess? Early. No, 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 that's if we... uh, not, not theology, <laughs> not like, theology. He's like about to trail off, no, and then you're like, no, 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 no. No, no. Hmm? You obviously knew something about the book. Oh, yes, the book. Mm -hmm. And Mr. Donstar said it was very powerful. It is. And so why us? Well... I fell asleep while reading that book. Or while trying to read the book, I guess, suppose. And I can relate. The person who showed up in my office, well, not in my office, actually, I was in the conference room. The people who showed up in the conference room, these three fellas, he kind of just, like, points to you guys. And so I was like, oh, cool, I don't have to go to the library anymore to drop off the book. Because, uh, Mr. Who did I take this book from? Donstar. Mr. Donstar. It was Mr. Donstar, yes. Donstar. Mr. Donstar has had this book in his possession for a little while, and I was like, you know, we should probably put that back. It's, he's going to start accruing late fees. And so I decided I would return the book to the library after I gave it a little peek. I didn't see anything, of course. Uh... And instead of going to the library, I got some uh, guys to drop it off for me. That guy's being these three. And then you walked in and you're like, I need the book. And I was like, well, it's in the library now. Go get it. As, as I fucking love this guy. <laughs> <laughs> as, as painful as that is to hear, what? it's actually not the worst thing you could have said. Did it? And I... Almost believe it. Um, almost believe it. Oh, well, all right. Uh, oh. So, so we heard voices while mm -hmm. we were there also. All the time. Classic. Classic. Students are like, oh, I hear the ghosts of my ancestors calling upon me to avenge them. It's like everyone always hears voices. It's like, oh. Get a more interesting character arc. Uh, this sounded more uh, spooky. And specific. And, and specific. Oh. Not, not directly related to any of us. Mm. Um, and very interested in the book. Mm -hmm. Which doesn't quite add up. And they were destroying other books. Oh, really? Well, wait, no, they shouldn't be destroying books. It's in the restriction section. They're not allowed to do that. Um, well, they were. Oh, damn. 
So where am I gonna get another copy of books that got fucked up? Most of those are one of a kind. Shit. Yeah, Ooh. I'm. I'm getting the feeling you're not really concerned about this. No, 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 no. What you're saying is deeply concerning. I just, as you have to understand, that as a deeply cursed being. I roll. <laughs> I'm just curious, how long have you been cursed in your current state? Oh, well, that's a good question. One, two, three, four. Carry the two and. Let's see here. It's about. He kind of like looks at the book that you're like holding and he goes, Let me see that book. He will begrudgingly hand it over. He turns to page one. <laughs> he, open, he opens the book. It's on page 14. He's like, about six pages before that. Oh. It's been a long fucking time. This might not be appropriate question for a student on day. Let's say early. Are you they who hungers? Huh? Are you they who hungers? No. Are, are you sure? Because you seem to struggle with eating, which would lead me to believe that maybe you get hungry. I don't like... I'm an, <laughs> I'm an illithid. I don't like eating regular food. Does that mean you hunger for a different food? I... Yeah, well, obviously, but I don't. But you just said you did. Right. Oh, I do hunger for other foods. I'm just not physically capable of doing it. Like, look, let me... Let me let me show you a little parlor trick I like to do. Uh, turn around and he show me the back of your back. skull. <laughs> <laughs> Not he immediately it's... steps back. Mr. I don't remember any of you students' names. Small one. Turn, turn, turn around. Me? Yeah. Uh, okay. I turn around. Don't do it. <laughs> don't, don't do it. It, it, his but like jaw distends and his beak reaches out and y'all see like what it would look like if an illithid were to like attempt to approach someone and tear open a piece of the back of their skull to consume their brains well, and instead see. he just stops right in front of him and he has to sit down again see can't do it boy I'm glad I didn't see that hmm? <laughs> I can you not do it I mean I, I'm, I'm a deeply cursed being friend. How many times do I have to say that? So you're cursed to be unable to eat friends. Can yeah, I turn back around now? Yes, you may. Well, you, you speak that you are cursed, but I've never heard He puts the chopsticks like, back onto his lips to move his tentacles out of the way and goes back to like drop pieces of sandwich down his gullet and goes like... Ugh! Are hmm? you able to eat the brain if it's been pre-extracted? Pre-extract? What? What are you talking about? Like, you... You can't seem to suck out a brain, but what if a brain was taken out of his skull and put on a plate? I cannot engage in violence against anyone on this plane. Who said that you had to? I mean, can't you go to a butcher shop? You're the headmaster of an academy of a lot of powerful individuals. Mm-hmm. Let's be so fair, some of the cheerleaders if, don't when, So what about, so it sounds like people die on campus a lot. Why not just have a teacher take the brain out of whoever dies and put it on a plate for you? Listen, I'm a deeply cursed being. So I have heard. <laughs> repeatedly. I, I cannot engage against violence against anyone on this plane, and in addition to that, I cannot eat brain. That's like okay. the one thing I like. So that's, that is a second 
aspect of your curse that you did not say that the first time. Oh, I always assumed. It's like, why am I eating a muffin if I could just ask someone to it's cook up some brains and it for me? It's literally our second day of school. We, you, you cannot assume that anything is not. You, you've seen me try to eat muffins like three times at this point. It's terrible. It's truly awful. The fact that y'all have to go through this existence, and I've had to go through this existence for as long as I've had, it's suffering. So out of curiosity, what would, have, what would happen if like, you close your eyes and someone just dropped a bit of brain meat in your beak? It wouldn't work. I wouldn't it, be it, able to consume it. Right. Like, you, you can't swallow, or it just disappears or magically misses your mouth? How does this Turns work? to ash. It's tragic. That is a cursed existence. Wow. Yeah. It'd be like, Earth hey, no more pizza for anyone, ever. It's like, oh, shit. Sucks, dude. Have you tried macaroni and cheese, but you dye it to look like brain? I have. I've tried everything. Nothing gets the consistency right. You know what doesn't have memories? Mac and cheese. <laughs> that is Quote. a t-shirt right there <laughs> so yes while I am an individual who is hungry I am not they who is hungry probably probably <laughs> Have you Probably. tried? Have you no, tried I'm to not. lift That's this like... cursed existence, <laughs> or are you prevented because of this quote curse? I can never take steps to minimize my own cursedness. It's part of the thing that ties me to this plane. Ah, classic. Actually, why are you cursed? Hmm. Why are you cursed? I was a fucked up dude. I mean, he eats brains. I eat brains, like, for yeah. fun. No, not for fun. It's for nourishment, but yeah. I was... Well, probably both. Yeah. Here's the thing. He kind of, like, pauses for a second. It would have been detailed in the first couple of pages of the book about, you know, my existence and stuff like that, which are all gone now. Cool. Uh, not cool, actually. Pretty uncool. I'm not talked about in many books. So, actually, one book... Reminds me. Why is a, what seems like a normal history book in the restricted section? Hmm? Why was a, what seems to be a normal history book in the restricted section? Oh, this is incredibly not a normal history book. How so? Because it's in the restricted section. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Like, perfect. Like, somebody drew a dick on page 11. <laughs> somebody someone drew a pretty unflattering picture of my butthole, and I didn't want other students to see it. No. Uh, he goes, well, because it details the founding of this entire plane and other such things of our history that if parents were to find out about it, they'd probably be pretty upset. So who, who, ha who here has actually been around long enough to know that that would even go looking for that book? Let's see here. There's if me. It's, if it's not you, because you couldn't do anything to lift your curse. Mm -hmm. Is it possible that someone's trying to lift the curse to destroy the school? Lift what? Which one? We, there are multiple. Hmm? What other curses are in play? 
if this oh, is the no, curse I was talking about... on Principal Abernathy and mm-hmm. somebody doesn't want there to be any evidence of his tie to the founding of the school, then the next step would be to do something to lift the curse, turning him into, I'll use the term loosely, a monster that eats brains and feasts on memories. Uh, Yeah, that's accurate enough, yeah. Which would then destroy the school. Because who would send their kids to the school? So who... Who profits by us closing? Yeah. Do we have a do we have a rival school? Hmm? Is there a rival school that tries to steal our mascot and stuff like that? Uh, no. There is a day school that's like, you know how not everyone who comes to this school is going to be like who comes to this plane is going to be an adventurer. Someone has to like do the day-to-day work of, like, normal life. There is a school for educating them and their children. But, so a school uh, for commoners? Yeah, kind of. Like, oh, this is how you... Uh, what do commoners do? Unclog a toilet or... Um, Be a slave. No, that's probably not a class. Grow food. That's probably one. But, I mean, a, a, a druid could do that better. <laughs> so who else... Who was around when you started the school? Let's see here. I didn't actually start the school. Uh, that, that we know of. That actually that I know of, too. I don't remember. I'm pretty sure I didn't found the school. I believe I was tied here with my cur- curse as a result of some sort of punishment for I did what I did to the heroes who did found the school. What did you do to the heroes? I don't remember. It was a long time. Uh, That being said, the only people who would know about it from being here would be the heroes, long dead. Uh, Me, still alive, not in my best state. Uh, If the librarian read the book, she'd know. Let's see. Yeah, of course, there's always someone who stumbled upon the prophecy. Hey, uh, by the way, the librarian. You, hmm? I mean, K- Kathleen, that was the librarian, right? Yes, Kathleen Dugerhouse. Dead. Deceased. Yeah. Hey. So the guys told me that after they narrowly defeated her, that like then her head exploded. Yeah. Makes sense. Um, how, how does that make sense? If they didn't do anything that would cause her head to explode? Did she did something that caused her head to explode? And that doesn't sound like anything you've heard of before? Well, if, uh, you know, sometimes people with their dying breath, they violate some sort of geese spell. And then, bleh, you know, like his like tentacles flare out to like demonstrate the psychic damage that runs through someone's brain when they violate a geese. Like, you know, just bleh, violate geese dead, you know. So, to backtrack for a moment, I believe mm-hmm. you said the word prophecy? What yeah. What the fuck? What do you mean? What prophecy? Anyone who would stumble upon the prophecy upon the return of they who hungers? Yes, could you share that prophecy with us, please? I'm not really supposed to share the prophecy with anyone. 
Says who? Hmm? Says who? That's a good question. Who said that? You know, I've been saying that for years. I don't remember why. I think that you should just share the prophecy with us. I'm sure it will definitely be a burden shared and all of that. Did I tell someone I wouldn't do it? Did I pinky promise? That seems like a thing you would remember if that were the case. I would remember a pinky promise. Well, all right. I suppose there's no harm in sharing. You get the impression that this could be exactly how that prophecy gets out, is him mentioning it and then someone being like, well, it sounds important, and him being like, oh, yeah, I should probably tell people then. So here is the prophecy. The prophecy of the return of they who hungers. He uh, reaches out into his desk and pulls out a scroll that is tied with a couple of small pieces of leather tied in a little bow. And I am going to share it in the uh, Discord. And if someone would like to read it out loud as you do so. All right. These are the words of the Grand Divinator Arcturus Dalver. He who pierces the veil. He who interprets the face. The All-Seer. After the destruction of They Who Hungers. Yeesh, that's a lot of titles. Uh, anyway. Uh, Listen to the grave words, for as one can be destroyed, so too can one be remade. When six saints are sundered and sold, and the feast is once more laid before them, when darkness shrouds the land, and the warden dwells in endless slumber, then shall they who hungers be made whole. Their destruction shall see no end. The land shall be shaken to its core, and so they who hunger shall be sated. <laughs> it, is, <laughs> it is super not awesome. <laughs> it's super bad. But it's never gonna happen. Yeah, why not? Hmm? The, that thing was divined 2,000 years ago. It hasn't happened yet. Why would it happen anytime soon? I mean, isn't that kind of the thing with prophecies, though? They sit around until everyone thinks that everyone but that one crazy dude believes it's not possible. Also, isn't it usually statements like what you just said that prompts the beginning of a prophecy to start? That's implying that prophecy is even real. Who are the six saints of thundering? What? They're, they're next to the eight maids of Milken. <laughs> Five, Five golden, golden rings. Four cobalt heads. <laughs> Three bullets. He's like, well, it's not this. Wait, the he like grabs the paper again and rereads <laughs> the prophecy. He's like, wait, six saints are sundered and sewed. It's a, it's a. Six saints are individuals, I guess, probably six of them. Sundered and sewed would be the noun, or verbs, to so be we, sundered and to be sewed. So they get dismembered and then sewn back together. I guess. Are endurance saints... Huh? Or exemplars? Or exemplar saints? Out of character. Are exemplar saints? What is a saint? Hmm? I what? guess that'd be something... Clever for the prophecy to come up with, I guess. Generally, 
If you want to talk about saints, I'd probably ask your clerical teacher, but I have been informed that a saint is like a holy person. I don't want to talk about <laughs> <laughs> Just bring up the prophecy to him, and he's just like, awesome, yes, let me talk about this for four hours. You better get some water. <laughs> I'm going to disassemble this prophecy like nobody's business. Gosh, what are, you, what are you thinking? Trying to give a religious man a prophecy? Run! Hide! Escape! So, guys, I feel like I feel like we have a lot of information here that we're not really sure what to do with. And I'm not sure that adding more onto that pile is going to help us figure out what to do with what we already have. So, what do you think we chew on this for a little bit and um principal abernathy if if we have mm -hmm. more questions can we can we come back and ask more questions you seem surprisingly more approachable than i would have originally assumed why because i may have questions for you later no i mean why did i seem unapproachable um, well you're kind of scary looking it's it's the cursed existence sir i am cursed yes yeah. And children are generally taught to avoid curses. Yeah. And, and creatures that historically prey upon their thoughts, minds, souls, etc. Also that. These are all true. All right. I understand. <laughs> <laughs> I really like this guy. <laughs> uh, all right. And with that, we will bring this session to a conclusion. Thanks for listening. Please leave us a review and give us five stars on iTunes. Also support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash Podcast. Tiers start as low as a dollar, and even that much really helps us out. Supporters get benefits such as behind-the-scenes content, early access to episodes, access to the Patreon Discord, where you'll be able to chat with the cast, find us on social media on Twitter, at Riftwake Podcast, on Facebook as Riftwake, and now send us an email, riftwakepodcast at gmail.com.